0: GMGM, GM. everyone, bonjour, guten morgen, доброе la brie. That is basically the way how we do it here in Web3 space in Europe. I'm happy to have everyone on a weekly episode of Origins XYZ, Web3 show about the origins of the biggest OGs in the space with, you know, this European touch. We're live every Tuesday, 2 p.m. GMT. And as always, I'm your host, Nikki, and I'm here to grow together with you guys. Make sure that you share the space with your friends, families, colleagues, because we are life. And today with me, I have some of the best people in the space when it comes to revolutionizing the way how digital assets can be created. My good friends from BreederDAO, Nico, Vance, Jill, you are here, guys. I'm so excited to have you on my show. It's been a while in making, and finally, I'm having all of you. So, GMG everyone, once again.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Woo! Absolutely. Woo! Exactly. That is the way Jill was on my space back in New York one month ago. And she was amazing. She was so professionally representing uh Dao, But it wasn't enough for me. It wasn't enough for my audience. And together with Renz, we've been in chat for a while, bringing you guys here to be more precise. I do believe from beginning of January, we were trying to make this happen. I know that there's a lot of news for us to discuss. And the biggest news is the fact that, hey, guys, Breeder Dao, Joined the digital fashion space and didn't just join it like everyone else, but joined it with a bank, with some of the biggest partnerships out there, with some of the biggest news and innovation that they're about to start rolling for the whole Web3 space. I do believe that today's space is gonna be, it's gonna have a lot of alpha, a lot of insights for everyone who enjoys creating in Web3 space and everyone who is also curious about what is happening in digital fashion space. I don't know, Rans, how good is your Wi-Fi and whether you're going to participate today, but if you feel good, I would love to start with you, my man. Let us know if you can hear us well.
2: Yeah, I can hear you guys. I'm just not sure if you guys will be here can actually hear me. Actually, we can hear you
0: well, so let's start with you, in case we have any technical problems, I will let you know. But, Brans, you've been on my show, which was a YouTube interview about a year ago from now, after ECC, and the topic that we were discussing with you back then was creating this gamified assets, assets for gaming in Web3 space. The topics that we are about to discuss with you today is digital fashion. The first question that I asked you a year ago, what was your connection and what was your feeling about gaming industry in general? Where, where do you get this inspiration? How do you start in this space? I want to start by asking you absolutely the same question, which is how are you connected with fashion, man? Apart from looking good at every conference, what is your passion for fashion?
2: Right, so I guess like it comes back to my roots. Uh, my family has always been in retail um, clothing. So we've been doing buying and selling clothes since I was born. We actually just stopped it uh, recently because of the entrance of like global brands uh, here in the Philippines as well. Um but we've always been very much interested in line of fashion. My grandparents used to sell like the cloth itself and then my parents kind of created like new brands um from, from those. And so yeah, my family has always been very much inclined in fashion overall. And I guess like, you know, um gaming with fashion has always been existed uh has always been very present in my life, right? So, you know, skins and wearables aren't really like anything new like in the realm of gaming and i think web3 just creates like a whole different opportunity for us because now we can actually take all of these assets and dress them up without having to actually rely on these developers creating all sorts of assets for us and we can actually you know as i mentioned uh, in, in my most recent article right you you're now allowed to actually dress them up however you want them to be because you actually get to own them right so Ownership doesn't just li- or isn't just limited though. It's being able to buy and sell these assets, but also take part in the creation, right? Um, which is why, like for us, like we call uh, blockchain as well as like being the tool that allows internet to be modified and created, or or uh, as a as a form of like uh, something that everyone can create and collaborate towards, right? So. Yeah, basically that's what we're working towards, and that's what uh, we wanna, and uh, that, that's how we wanna become as like the asset factory.
0: And I do believe that the correlation between gaming assets, I mean, skins, I mean, weapons, or like any tools that you use inside the game, uh, has this very close roots with digital fashion, because once again, the first things that i mentioned was skins for you whether you're in a virtual world or in the physical world you want to wear something that represents your character you want to wear something that represents your vision for some people it's something very classy for some people it's something showing that they're in the mission they want to win it they're supporting certain group of people etc and I do believe that you at has been have been always close to this skin reinvention, the way how skins can be done for the whole metaverse space. So maybe you can share uh, with our audience what was the journey of BreederDAO uh, from just uh, this digital asset manufacturer, digital asset creator, to becoming one of potentially biggest digital uh, fashion players on the market. Because once again, as I said, skin is something that has been on your mind for a long time. That's something that we have been discussing with you for a while. And just before we dive deeper into AI skin that you guys are working on, I want to understand how did you come up with this idea of Focusing on skins for games or focusing for skins for the whole metaverse space So maybe Rance you can continue actually
2: Yeah, okay, um, so I guess I'll premise uh, the discussion towards like who we were and then how that has evolved over You know the months, right? So we actually just started with breeding digital assets because during that time, you know, our digital uh, playable characters because during that time, right, that was the center of, like, asset creation. And a lot of people were getting onboarded with games like AFC Infinity and a bunch of, like, all of these play to earn games where the mechanics allows you to kind of, like, recreate or create um, these playable characters, right? But towards the last few months, we've seen how, like, the entire gaming space have evolved, right? And you can see that, you know, the different components are now starting to become, like, decentralized or, or in a way, like, taking the different components... And then trying to see how we can decentralize or we can apply blockchain to every single component. You have, you know, um, TreasureDAO, who's actually decentralizing content, allowing people to create like different uh, types of content within their games. You have the likes of NFT Worlds, who are trying to allow people to create different environments within their worlds, right? And then you can also you also have like, you know Strider, um, which also tackles on, like, you know, the lore aspect this time around where, where they allow the community to also participate in the creation of, like, these, um, uh, the lore of, like, you know, different games. And so when we looked at, like, the entire or the, the backdrop picture of, like, where we want to take, like, gaming, um, we actually saw the potential of, like, skins and cosmetics being the next um, thing that we can actually, you know, kind of, like, apply blockchain to, right? So... We know that playable characters uh, can now be owned by users, right? But what we normally, or, or what we did never thought about is that we can actually take the skins component as well and then apply that, uh, and then apply like, or, or use blockchain to be able to enhance our experiences. There has been like a, a long conversation about interoperability, whether or not it's actually going to be the future, right? Taking one asset from one platform to another. And, you know, it, it's a thing that people are kind of against because you know, it takes away money from like the original developers, right? But, you know, and you don't know like how, for example, like a particular sword with a particular stat would fare towards a particular or towards a different game, right? Now, uh, there's a lot of conversations around, you know, what if we actually just retain the cosmetics aspect of that and then allow people to actually bring it across the different worlds? Anyway, um, the basic idea is that you're, you're now able to own your asset it can, uh, it can actually become, you know, a representative of yourself. But what is an asset without being able to put your own identity into it, right? And you have all of these big organizations, e-sports, right, um, who are, or esports organizations who are actually creating their own identities, right? And they want to be able to take whatever identity they've actually earned or they actually have, like, on a particular game, and take that to a different world. But, you know, it's very different if the characters... Um, themselves are designed solely by the developers and they have no means to actually create their mark. So we were like, you know, if we can actually design cosmetics that are, in a way, or, or can be moved from, like, one platform to another and allow the users to help in the creation of the, those cosmetics, then we would be able to allow users to really own their identity, right? And so that's how, how ultimately we came about with, like, you know, AI skins, right? So, um, and we also know that people are not, like, as familiar when it comes to, like, 3D asset creation, or, like, you know, any of the requirements that these games would actually require them so that they'd be able to recreate their own identities within games. So, you know, with, uh, with the advancement of like AI technology as well, we actually combined both AI and blockchain to be able to come up with like AI skins, which allows people to have their own prints, have their own designs, and then slap that on like whatever 3D asset they may have uh, in the form of like cosmetics, right, in game, and then create like versions of those that is compatible with the different games out there. And I guess, like, you know, we're attacking gaming as, like, the first um, industry that we want to disrupt with, like, this kind of industry. But as you said, right, fashion is also, like, very um, out there and, like, it's been growing. So, you know, gaming and fashion, with um, with we, we, the tool that we, we have right now. It, it's really a no-brainer for us to be also entering the space. But again, like, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on and, like, we want to just ship out the product to as many people as we can and as many industries as we can because we believe that this kind of product is actually going to be really useful for a lot of users, especially those who have no technical know-how or doesn't have like, any background when it comes to design. I
0: absolutely love hearing it, and I do believe that you summarize the whole digital uh, fashion space very well right now. It's still early, not that much uh, is happening right now, but... The keywords that you used, digital identity. I do believe that is a tra- trajectory for the next five years of digital fashion. It's not about just having some digital representation of your bag or your T-shirt that you hold uh, on chain and gives you no utility, gives you no usage. But it's more about something that you can actually use, whether it's in the game, further on, whether it's through your PFP through your avatar that you use on a daily basis and having this term cosmetics, like whether it's a hat, whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's some kind of accessories that you can add to any of your digital representation as an avatar, as a picture online, etc. That makes a lot of sense. But does it actually? Because Nico... We had a wonderful chat with you in New York, but we didn't have a chat about digital fashion. You, as a true technician, as the person who understands the technical, the program uh, language uh, of the block of the blockchain, the best uh, than any of us. How much sense does it make for you to move? Further into digital fashion, do you believe that that is something that the Web three space, the Metaverse space, will be hyped about in the next years? Do you believe we're still early, or you think that this is the perfect time to enter it from this digital perspective?
3: Hey, Nikita, I missed you, man. Um, and thanks for having us on your on your show. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here on Rug Radio with you guys. Um, uh, to the tune that you mentioned, with, with regards to if we're early, um, I feel like we are. I think like the room is is well aware of how early we are. Um, we've got a lot of companies, web two companies coming in. We've got Puma, we've got DNG through UNXD, Dolce and Gabbana. We've got Valentino coming in. All 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 sorts of brands, but to see the impact we, I feel like it's going to take a while. Um, we, we don't even have like full onboarding for the masses yet, but we are building you know um, as an industry, we're, we're building together and um, funny that you mentioned tech. It, when, when it comes to tech, you see the industry just trying out all these different standards building out different types of protocols and dApps and applications. And we don't really know what's going to stick. It's too early to tell. Um, You've got people, teams trying out all sorts of, of different combinations, different ways to approach the same problems. AI skins is obviously one of our approaches to onboarding people, to allowing people to be able to generate Assets at scale, specifically wearables. Um, and why us, really? Um, Ren's already mentioned it. We, we find our roots in automation and generating assets on blockchain gaming with, with Axie Infinity and developing tools to assist users. And here in year two for, for the organization, we find that expanding as the factory of the metaverse was just a well a natural thing for us to explore and and embrace. So we're starting with wearables, but definitely not going to be limited there. Um, we can expect stuff like real estate, um, buildings, factories, um, and expanding out to equipment, specific equipment on different games, partner games that we've built over the years, um, the, the past two years. And it's going to be a challenge, you know. It's going to be a challenge to, to weave t- together all of these different and exciting new technologies. Um, one technology that we've got coming up that we feel the, the space definitely needs to take a look at is um, a standard we like to call the alchemical standard. So this will have tie-ins with AI skins as well. Um, it is a way for people to... Breathe new life to old assets, old ERC 721s old tokens um, that may have fallen by the wayside, and I think that's that's one of the things that we need to address as an industry to move forward. How do you create value? How do you provide value to users or supporters um, or or people that purchase these assets? Um, how is a Gucci wearable, just because it has blockchain tech, more valuable than, say, an RTFKT wearable or, say, a different wearable from the same Gucci brand? What drives the value? And we've got a lot of toggles and, and bells and whistles that we'll be playing around. Um, so for me, the the solution might be in consensus mechanisms that we were already introduced by, funnily enough, gaming. Um, you know, you, we've got games such as RuneScape, um, CS:GO, um, that would have like a communal consensus in in determining value. So, in in the form of RuneScape, you would have rare items. Um, being sold by the top-tier players. And it's just the, it's the sort of, like, proof of risk um, that, that we hear from some other um, blockchain teams. Um, the concept of dying in a forest in RuneScape and losing all of your, like, gathered loot, um, that, that is the, the, the proof of consensus mechanism that they were using. So you would take risks in order to get um, rare items. That was their consensus for value. Um, In the form of CSGO, though, where does the value lie? What's the consensus mechanism there? Um, And we know that it's in the skins, but is it just a toggle that, you know, Valve is able to manipulate and and say, okay, we're going to drop 300 limited edition gun skins today and you will never see them again and this is your one and only opportunity so philosophies and approaches to creating value I think is what we need to look at especially on the technical side but you need to marry that as well with you know economics that we also have on hand um really strong economic teams that we work with um so yeah it's really exciting it's challenging for sure um, Jillian might be able to talk more on the fashion side, to be honest, Nikita. You put me on the spot there, but at least on the technical standpoint, I can say that we're really excited to to face these new challenges of driving value and figuring out how to provide value to supporters in the
0: space. That's exactly what I wanted to hear from you, Nico, to understand how challenging and how Perhaps logical is it for a technician like you to work in the space which has very little to do with all the technical, all the programming world out there. But it seems like you are really excited about the new era, the new chapter for BridarDao, and uh, actually Vitalik Thomas to join us today. I don't know if he's joining later, but yeah, that would be that would be a dream come true for me, Nikita. I know, I know, man, I know. We're hanging out like every day and we're missing out. Yeah, <laughs> regardless. No, no, not the topic today. I want to read something that Rands put out there two weeks ago. We make it our mission here at BreederDAO to lead the charge towards mass creation and customization of verified digital assets. We created AI skins to help push this idea. That's basically summarize the idea behind BriderDAO. Not just joining the digital space in a way that everyone, every second company, uh, do right now, but to make sure that you revolutionize the space, to make sure that you connect real technology, which is blockchain, which is AI, which is digital identity, and build something bigger uh, and more important for mass adoption than just the digital representation of your good. And as Nico just said, might be a good question to ask Jill, who is uh, one of a few uh, woman creators out there I know. You're the real driver for the breeder though. You're the person who is always everywhere with smile, nonstop, hard work. And I want to hear from you How excited are you about the fact that BreederDAO is joining this fashion space in their own way?
1: Uh, That's too kind, Nikita. I'm usually just um, following around, following the founders around, making sure, you know, keeping them alive and such, keeping them on schedule. But yeah, so, well, definitely, I mean, if you ask me, um, you know, going into new segments, going into new spaces, is always something exciting. Um, and especially if you're out to explore outside of blockchain gaming. Um, fashion is such a, you know, um a, a growing and budding space in blockchain. Um, you know, we we know all of these projects coming out, um, you know, like DressX um and UNXD, you know, focused on really appealing to fashion files and onboarding, um, you know. Uh, luxury brands and just fashion brands into the space. And um, yeah, you know, as with, you know, blockchain gaming, with BeaterDao being at the forefront of that, being at the beginning, uh, being, you know, an active participant during the beginnings of that, you know, we're looking to be the same for fashion um, and other segments, not just fashion, right? Um, like what Nico said, you know, we're, we're exploring different um uh, segments as well, like, um, you know, different um, brands, non-fashion brands coming into this space, um, even collectibles like NFT, PFP. So dipping our toes into that, you know, bringing in our expertise in mass creation and customization um, and translating that into tools that can um, be, you know, useful or, or um, to be able to really, supply their needs and also to be able to, you know, onboard more users who are interested in that segment. Um, Yeah, definitely very exciting for me.
0: I've seen a lot hearing that. And it seems like the whole team out here is is excited in one way or another, whether it's from this technical challenge, whether it's through actually making some push in the way of how digital identity is represented there, but basically, the way uh, I took some time to introduce the whole team and their vision for the audience is to give this background of who Dao actually is, what is in DNA of the company, and why they decided to move uh, into this luxury fashion space. And I would love to start our fashion discussion with perhaps the biggest news by this moment that I got this year is when Rand uh, told me that there is some big partnership in the process, but I do believe you haven't been telling me the name of the company for months. I've been patiently waiting, and when you announced that you partnered with UNXD, and UNXD is a Web3 agency that uh, drives the activities of Dolce & Gabbana, uh, Jacob & Co., uh, Mason Valentina now as well I was speechless I was so happy for you guys because shout out to the whole team uh, out there, shout out to uh, people who are revolutionizing the way how traditional fashion houses fashion houses with 100 year of history are entering the space Shashi is doing an amazing work and i'm really happy that shashi also brought you on board and uh, you will work with the team even though there is not that much news about your partnership with unxd out there so maybe ranz you can share with us what does it mean for breeder to partner with unxd and what can we expect from this partnership in the coming year
1: If you don't mind, Nikita, I'd actually like to speak on that. Um, yeah, Go so for NXT, it. Yeah, it, we're we're very happy to to discuss and to share to um your audience that yes, we are indeed partner with partnered with UNXD. Um, you know, uh, we all know UNXD as a brand. Um, they are seen as sort of the gateway, um, and bridge, um, of luxury brands into the metaverse into Web three. Um, and like you said, bringing in such big brands as Dolce and Gabbana and Valentino, right, to name a few. Um, it really uh, felt right to to partner with them um, because of their expertise in that space, but also you know what we bring into the table, right? Um, ultimately, um, a big I would say, um, in terms of Web3, right, a big space or that you know a lot of you know people convene. Um, is definitely still in blockchain gaming, um, and that's definitely something that um, we're confident um, to say that we are the experts in. That we have an extensive network um, in that space, right? Um, so it only felt right um, for us to to come together with UNXD um, for them to to you know share their fashion expertise with us, while at the same time us sort of bringing that in into blockchain gaming, and so. Um, and, you know, kind of ideating how luxury um, and how we can bring their brand of luxury into the blockchain gaming space. Um, ultimately, to be able to, you know, um, allow gamers um, to experience luxury um, in the digital world, digital world, experience the UNXD brand of luxury um, and see that manifest in different blockchain games. So, yeah, um, you know, through this partnership, Expect, you know, fashion and gaming enthusiasts to get access to exclusive assets um, from UNXD's and BreederDAO's portfolio of luxury and gaming partners. Um, and re- that's as much as I can say for now. Um, definitely, you will see UNXD in the Dow universe in some way, shape, or form. But I can't say yet how, unfortunately. Yeah, but um, definitely, when we're ready to say it, um, you will be one of the first to know.
2: Love yeah, it. and I guess get, get, get getting
1: know, early alpha. Or...
2: Yeah, maybe just to add to that, right? What I love most about like this partnership with UNXT is that they really understand what it means to be, you know, uh, working with blockchain teams and like you know working with blockchain in general. Now, I guess there's a lot of brands out there who are trying to enter the space, right? But the reasons or the objectives are actually a bit faulty right so the primary reason why they actually want to be here is because they feel like they can actually get a lot more value um and they can milk um this space just because like they see it as a means uh, as a marketing campaign whereby you know they can bring eventual value back into their physical stores but it's nothing more than that right what i like about what I like about UNXT and, like, the DNG team, uh, and I guess, like, all their partners, um, as a consequence, is that they really understand what they're trying to do here, right? They're they're treating blockchain as, like, a different avenue altogether, not as a means to drive value back to their physical stores, but as an entire channel altogether. And I guess, like, if you follow the same logic, right, um, DNG, for example, um, really understands, like, gaming, right? Gaming, for most of us, is a way for us to escape our lives, right? Um, some actually chooses to spend more time in games because, you know, it's a form of escapism, right? Like, it's, it's very different when you're in-game because suddenly, whatever boring eight-hour job you have can become, like, really interesting once you enter, like, a world, right? And you can actually become who you want to be, like, in different games, in all different forms. And I guess, like, you know, taking that escapism and lumping that together with the aspirational aspect of having luxury brands within these games is a whole new lever, opening a whole new different level to to what it means to actually play. Right? Um, suddenly, if you can actually own your identity with the help of like blockchain within these games, and you can actually aspire to be someone, or you can actually purchase like certain assets that you might not be able to do so in the real life, and that you know digital identity that you've created becomes more important than the physical one. Right? Who's to say that you're actually you know, living a different life altogether or or, uh, or not living your life to the fullest altogether, right? It becomes like a different chance for us to be able to showcase that other side of ourselves where we're not like bounded by, you know, the scarcity or, or the world that we were bol- born into, right? To, to which like uh, most of us, right? When we're born in like a, a particular socioeconomic class, it's hard for us to actually move up the scale, right? So, you know, um, essentially what we're trying to do with uh, uh, UNXD is that, Elevate that escapism, um, that's only possible like within games, leveling that up with a- a- adding on that aspirational element within games, and you can expect that that's what we're driving towards, right? Um, we're making it we're making it accessible for people to aspire, um, so that whatever identity they can create, they can elevate that experience.
0: Absolutely loves the way how you describe the partnership between you and UNXD, and certainly you share the same vision and the same values for digital identity. And that's something that you said is still in process. It's something that's going to take years, if not more, to show its full potential. And I love that we have this keyword AI, because I'm a firm believer that AR, uh, AI, AR. VR later on will play a huge role in digital representation of fashion, and you guys are doing it already now. One thing, though, to clarify are we talking here purely about gaming experience for UNXD or other partners you might have later on with BreederDAO, or we might also consider some gamification in Traditional and virtual fashion. Because I do believe the word gamification is something really hot in the last couple of months with brands like 9DCC, I don't know how closely you're following G-Money, allowing you to get some points for doing certain activities, which later on, through your garments, uh, through your cap, through your t-shirt, you receive them, you exchange them for... Some NFTs or some token-gated access, etc. I do believe that it makes huge sense uh, in terms of having this, let's say, fair and friendly competition in the space. Because gaming is not only about escaping your reality, but also having some kind of entertainment through this competition with your friends, with your colleagues. So I want to ask you... Uh, Renz or maybe Jill can share with us whether BreederDAO is also thinking about gamifying traditional fashion or gamifying digital fashion clothes in a way that it does not necessarily is connected to a specific game but it has some specific tools that will have role for you to have access in real life or access online.
3: Yeah it's not going to be Renz or Jill. Sorry, Nikita. Let's go. <laughs> it's boy. gotta be me. Um, but yeah, you know we're
0: we're next. actually no Nico. If it's gonna be you, I'm not interested. <laughs> <Thank> you, <man. laughs> go for it. Okay. Um,
3: yeah, if if it's just about gamification, you know we're we're big fans of this. Um, I alluded to it actually earlier when I mentioned how. Uh, we have the conundrum of driving value to these assets, you know, and, and Renz mentioned it as well in his discussion about scarcity. You know, we don't really have that concept um, if we, if we really think about it because, you know, it's all digital, it's all unlimited technically. So how do you provide value? How do you drive value um, to these assets? And, and one way to do that will be t- to, Create a construct of rarity or uh, a structure wherein you can generate rarity naturally. And gamification would be one way to do that. Um, you know, with, with AI skins, I can tell you that we're, we're actively working with Galaxy. Um, they track um, like achievements or on-chain achievements um, on the blockchain and we've been testing it out extensively with our community. And we will be ramping up activity as soon as we release the betas for AI skins. So people will be able to participate in in contests, generate their assets, um, and well, again, we we can't release too much information, but there will be gamification components um, that will hopefully drive and and create that um, flywheel of value flowing into these exciting assets generated with the assistance of AI skins. Um, Renz, I think, wanted to talk as well, but at least on the gamification front, we're really excited. We got a lot of stuff going on, not just limited to, you know, actual games themselves, but, um, and, and as an aside, before I pass the baton, um, how I mentioned the, if you guys remember, how I mentioned the alchemical standard, you know, those will be avenues that we can create recipes together for old assets to be, you know, remolded into maybe even wearables. So something to, to um, stay tuned for and, and be excited about. So lots of stuff on the coding front, at
0: least I can tell you. Oh boy, it seems like you Nico is not going to attend you're not going to attend any conferences in the next year. No, no. Bad for you. Bad time. for you I'm because Vitalik bad for you because Vitalik is joining me everywhere. But yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> do you believe and before we go to Rance, one more question to you, Nico, do you believe in this case that digital fashion can be also fun? Uh, because I'm gonna give you some sneak peeks, since you guys are not joining us in Lisbon, uh, bad for you. Me and Svetlana, who is also Lana here in the audience, uh, we're going to have a heated debate at NFC Lisbon this June about how fun uh, is digital fashion. Whether digital fashion should be fun at all. What I heard from you is that this component of challenge, component of competing against other people is something that you guys are working on and it's something that should be in this whole digital space so do you believe that is the right way to move forward do you believe that there should be this fun component or it should be just hey i love this look i want to have it that's all
1: Mm, if i could jump in on that and you know i i won't speak about like gamification or anything i'll just speak about fashion as you know, as, a as, as, uh, you know, how, you know, everybody experiences fashion, right? Whether you wear a white t-shirt, you choose a white t-shirt, a black t-shirt to go on your everyday, or you decide to spruce it up with accessories and all of that. It's all about how you want to present yourself to the world. And I think just with fashion alone, I, I think just the aspect of being able to reinvent yourself or present yourself in however way you want. That's the fun aspect of it, right? Sure, it can get very serious, right? Like high fashion with couture, you know, um, you know fashion doesn't really have the, the best reputation in terms of being welcoming or, or being approachable. But I think at the core of it, right, everybody will agree that um, especially those who are, you know, really enthusiastic fashion or can see it for what it is, which is really just expressing yourself, you know, a creative form of expression for your identity, then it can be fun, right? And um, with digital fashion specifically, I think it presents or opens up a whole new um, avenue of how we can play with fashion, right? Obviously, I think Ren spoke about it a while ago. You know, just in with our physical, you know, our physical world, physical space, and you know, we're we're very limited with with the with the clothing that we can acquire with the. With the type of you know, um, how even just how quickly you can create clothes, right? I mean, more and more fast fashion is is happening, and you can see that fast fashion is there because people want to jump onto the next trend. People want to you know look goth like today, and maybe look I don't know, uh, Barbie core tomorrow. Like it, it's it's that kind of playfulness um, that people have with fashion that that enables the whole fast fashion industry. But I think with digital fashion, what that enables you is essentially. To be able to present yourself, or even like um, play with fashion in a way where you're not restricted by all these, you know, physical constraints. Whether it's um, you know how your your physical body, right? How how that will fit in clothes, um, or financial capability. Whether you can afford a certain piece of clothing. With digital fashion, you're you're able to experiment. Um, You're able to, you know, change your identity, present it in the way you want in essentially like a click of a button, right? And you're not constrained by by anything, by measurements and whatnot. And so just that, I feel like the possibilities of that is exciting in itself. And um, I feel like as more and more people discover, um, you know, what they can do with digital fashion, as more and more projects create possibilities and opportunities for us to play with digital fashion, yeah, it'll become more and more exciting. So, yeah. But that's that's
0: that's am Possibilities are def- definitely crazy when we talk about digital fashion because all this technological advancement, and here we're talking about AI specifically, hasn't been used that much till that very moment. So we don't know what to expect. We don't know to which uh, degree we can customize the look, we can customize the way how uh, we can look outside, out there, whether in the physical world or in the metaverse. But I do believe that with you creating these 3D assets that can be customized, applicable later on on different platforms, different apps, and all powered by AI, where with just one click you can get hundreds of different looks, hundreds of different uh, variables of your... Uh, outfit is perhaps the most efficient way to onboard the next million of people to digital fashion and to show that hey it can be actually fun it can be used in your game it can be used in your daily activity as a digital identity it can be used in some other ways friends i see that you have something to add Is it only me or... yeah?
1: No, we can't hear him. Renz, are you trying to speak?
0: Renz, try again. Okay, Renz, it was good 15 minutes that you joined us. In any case, we love you, man. (laughs) Jill, maybe since Rance is not here with us, I want to Mm -hmm. ask you a bit more about AI skins, I do believe that we have been going around this world for a while during today's space, but apart from a couple of tweets that I pinned to this space, people have no idea how it's going to look like. We understand that it's really challenging from a technical perspective, and Nico confirmed it before. We understand that it's really exciting for you to have this customization element, but how it's gonna Correct. look like? Is it something that people can easily access from their computer, from their phone? Is it something that people need to have some technical knowledge uh, for? Or what? What's the beauty of using AI skins by Breeder Dao?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. So. I think I can leave um, Nico to answer more of your technical questions, but I'll try to explain it in the best way that I can, right? So we're very proud to share um, our newest ecosystem project. Um, And AI Skins, basically, it's a no-code platform that allows users equipped with only their 2D assets. Um, and whether that, whether that be images, um, you know, NFT, PFPs, etc., um, breed, of course, and their creativity to perform real-time 3D NFT customization and generation to really bring their creations to various virtual worlds. So this tool will be powered by AI and essentially users are able to create multiple design iteration, iterations with just a single click. Um, through the assistance of AI and to be uh, ultimately unlocking limitless creative possibilities um, for the NFT that they want to create. Um, our goal is really to close the technical and creative gap that it takes to create 3D models. And our first foray into that is wearables, right? Um, and like you said, um, you know, I think with you know, making fashion fun, definitely you know, AI Skins is a tool for that. Imagine being able to create a whole new wardrobe for yourself um, with just a few clicks in just a few minutes, right? Um, and not only that, you're not limited by you know, technical capability or even creative limitations, right? Essentially, what our tool does is it um, simplifies creation. It assists inspiration so that you can reach the fullest potential of your creativity and be a creator um, in the metaverse. Um, and ultimately, you know, obviously, we are in Web three, and so there are tons of Web three applications that um, is built into the app. But um, just to be able to, if you experience the app for yourself, you know, just the the ability to be able to create, um, you know, what's in your imagination, or even something that you haven't imagined before, because of the assistance of AI, to be able to create a piece of clothing, um, and then play around with that. Um, that's, you know, um, an experience in itself. And, and we're inviting everybody to, to try out the product when it's launched. Um, it'll be very, very soon. So please watch your spaces. Um, you guys will be the first to know for sure, so long as you follow the Breederdow accounts.
0: Simplification and empowerment for everyone to become a creator, for everyone to own a page that he or she can customize from scratch. In a matter of minutes absolutely love what vision breeder dao has for the future of digital fashions that you guys are implementing and making reality already right now Rens, you're back let's check it out if we can hear you
2: i hope so can you guys hear me go for it man you're going great fun. Is it too late to go back to that gamification part that we discussed earlier? No. Absolutely Okay. No. Let's go for it. Yeah, so I just want to add like two points to that one. The first one I'll share via an anecdote, um, um, which is when my mom actually wanted to buy this Hermes bag called Lindy. And we actually scoured like 10 different countries, maybe around like 40 Hermes stores, me and my brother combined I'm trying to look for it, and my aunt just did it for like the first time and she was able to get it. Apparently, not only do you have to schedule an appointment, you must be worthy enough. How they measure the worth, we actually don't know. So what we did was we tried buying like a bunch of random stuff um, just to be able to to get it to that tier where we're worthy enough. But imagine like, you know, in the future where they can actually just gamify the process where to be able to get like or to become worthy, right? you're just supposed to be doing or just supposed to be showing proof that you are actually, or you have been loyal or you have been like a, uh, a huge fan from from the get-go, right? And, you know, Hermes has like, I think seven um, most popular uh, bags, right? That everyone wants to collect, right? And you can only collect that via proving that you're actually worthy, right? And that could be like really fun or that could get, they can actually create like mechanics to make it like really fun for a lot of individuals. And I guess the second one would be more on the side of what UNXD is actually doing with their mesana, uh, with ENG. So for most of us, like we only know the brand because it's actually really famous, right? And we buy these clothes because, well, they're pretty famous, right? And you know, some people may say about quality and all of that, but it's really more on like the branding, right? Um, but what we're now allowing, but via, you know, converging storytelling, you know, the, the the gamification of like this entire thing is that we're kind of creating like a story and we're, we're, we're telling like, or we're providing people the emotional attachment to these products as well, right? So it's not just about like the brand per se, it's also about like the creative vision of like the original creators or the the original designers, right? And, and that's actually best achieved by, by gamification or gamifying like the different elements, um, whether that's, you know, by a storytelling or whether that's you know, how you are able to like gather or like get like these Mm -hmm. rare items or these um, one of ones, right? So yeah, I think like those two are actually um, pretty interesting um, and and something that's kind of like uniquely um, or or unique perspective that we're only seeing right now uh, and, and could be like really interesting in the future.
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense. I guess the last thing that you guys didn't mention today is the role of DAO in digital fashion, because at the end of the day, it's breeder DAO. And I have heard a couple of stories of digital fashion DAOs being successful, like red DAO, for example, and being not that much successful, trying different things, trying to decentralize it, as much as possible, but at the end of the day, not getting any results. So, I want to hear from you whether Breeder DAO moving forward with AI skins is also going to dive deeper into the direction of digital fashion DAO, and whether you do believe that this is something that we are going to have in this space, let's say in 10 years from now. Nico, friends, who feel yourself comfortable?
2: Yeah, so honestly, I think, like, you know, the very definition of Tao in terms of, like, you know, how we actually envision it to be, we're, we're still, like, very far from that, right? But if we want to, you know, limit the conversation to, you know, a community with, like, a shared vision um, that actually... Um, or, or that treats each other as, like, equals and all works towards, you know, the, the creation of, like, something um, for the future, right? Uh, I guess in a way, like, you can say that we're working towards that goal as well. Um, we started off really Breed It Out as, like, a collector or, 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 like, a collection of, like, individuals who are very passionate about, like, creating playable characters within games, right? Trying to identify what's the best mix of, like, or what's the best way to optimize for specific traits and all of that right now you know now that we're entering into fashion right we are creating like the tools necessary for people to be on the same playing field as like everyone else whereby you know we actually want to reduce the technical barriers that kind of already cuts out a lot of like individuals we also want to you know have the ai aid us in terms of bridging that gap even further right because some people are very creative at least when they actually see the product or or where they actually have the tools to be able to create the product, but they're not able to do it themselves, right? So if you actually use AI to help you kind of like picture it out in a way, right? You might be able to differentiate what's nice or uh, not without having to, you know, solely rely on whatever skills that you have, which sometimes may not be enough, right? And so, you know, for for us, like what we're trying to do is that in order for us to kind of like help everyone, push forward their creative limits, right? We wanna create tools that um, kind of like helps them push forward that uh, idea. And for us, like eventually, you know, all of these DAOs and, and us ourselves as well, right? We'll kind of like work towards, you know, identifying like all of these intricacies for governance, you know, how it how we can actually create like, a, what Megan mentioned earlier, like a consensus mechanism for what's nice, what's not right and all of that. Um, well, something that um, come eventually, but we need to have all of these infrastructures in place. And right now, we're at the stage where we're still building out the infrastructure necessary to arrive at that goal. Right. So, yes, uh, maybe in the future, Right. Um, and definitely right now, we're already working with a lot of like, these other DAOs um, to be able to arrive at that point. But we're also working towards um, building out the infrastructure to make all of these possible
0: guys i'm sending you a lot of love right now because what you're doing in this space and i mean not just digital fashion which you just joined but the whole web3 space where you have been for years now this is amazing you are the exact type of the team that innovates that builds something not just for the sake of building not just for the sake of having this but actually for the sake of Using And your community, the people who support you all around the world, the people, the brands that use your tools, that use your platform and your services are the perfect example that you are on the right way. I want to thank you big time by being finally on my spaces here today. You all are amazing. Kranz, Nico, Jill, thank you very much for joining us today. We're extremely early in the whole Web3 space. The digital fashion is even more niche. But I was really happy to see you on my feed, which is full of uh, traditional fashion and digital fashion news, to see Briderdale, to see Rance chatting about digital identity and about how skins, how representation of yourself can be more affordable, can be more efficient in a way of generating it in a way of using it for their own so guys thank you every every one of you for joining me today because i'm telling you breeder is alpha you guys are amazing
2: appreciate that a lot sir pleasure is ours actually
0: (laughs) we love you we love you i love you you're amazing, guys. I also want to say thank you for absolutely everyone who joined us today. It was really energetic space. I see everyone next week, Tuesday, 2 p.m. GMT. As always, Origins XYZ is live out there, where I will be joined by another amazing OG in this space, which is. Zibu Live, Zebu Digital's that just got acquired by Stephen Bartlett. Now they're flight three. So I'll be happy to see everyone on the spaces next week. And once again, thank you, everyone. I love you. And I guess I see you in the metaverse.
2: Thank you, Good guys. Time. Thank you, Nikki. Bye-bye.